That's right. Welcome back to Comics Exchange, your friendly neighborhood podcast. As always, I'm Mike D. To my left, we have the rancid Ryan Shipley. Oh. Uh, Why don't you have a scary name? Ah, because I'm always scary. (laughs) We have the owner of Knoxville's longest-running comic shop, Bloody Bill Langford. I like that one. Yeah. 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 Sounds menacing. This week, we have two, count them, two very special guests, Gruesome Grant and Jazza Lantern, the Mitchells. Yes. Ah, thanks for joining Glad us. To be here. Thank you for also, that. Also, it's good that we redid that because then we could get actual applause because we had like where I was the one applauding. <laughs> Were you the only one applauding? <laughs> yes, oh. and it sounded sad. <laughs> it's just, it's like, oh, Those two. <laughs> it was. There the, that little bit, that little bitty clap. Did, did, yeah, yeah, I, clap you can't, whatever, yeah you know, it was like, the radio equivalent of the tumbleweed rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could always switch to the poetry slam with the. Uh, the oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I can't do that. I can't snap and I can't whistle. Oh. oh. Yeah. Is that like a birth effect? Can you like roll your R's? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My mom smoked while she was pregnant with me, and oh, I can't no. now snap or whistle. Oh, oh. it's sad. Did, uh, so, so the other kids, like everybody's in school, elementary school, they're doing the musical. They're like, we're all doing West we Side Story. We need you to whistle. We need you to. You're one of the Jets. Yeah. You need yeah. you to whistle you to coming like, down uh, the street. Roy, you have to be like Roy Kent on uh, Ted Lasso. Yells whistle. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, such a good show. Such it a good is. show. We just finished the other day. Oh, so good. So how was your vacation? So it was way too short, but uh, we had a great time. Me and my wife celebrated a wedding anniversary, uh, which is kind of cool. 18th, yeah. right? So 18 years. So our wow. wedding can now, our wedding can now, our marriage can officially vote. Yes. Okay. I, can, uh, I, think it can, I think it can buy cigarettes, maybe. Not, not anymore, but yes. yes, yes. <laughs> a lottery ticket, at least. Yeah, yeah you can. Um, so you can't so It's, it's 21 now. 21. Oh. But you can go to war. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, my marriage can go to war now. Yeah. You know, it was always interesting because in the past you uh-huh. would always make sure that you were back by Wednesday, right? Like for a free comic book day. Do you for feel new comic book day? Yeah, for yeah. new comic book day. Do you feel now like just more comfortable, like uh, not you being Wednesday here for off? man? So yeah. that's that, you went twenty something years it, without missing a Wednesday. It right? took me years. Yes, that's correct. I think um, until I think when COVID hit was the first time I didn't work a Wednesday in like twenty something mm-hmm. years. Yeah. But now, yes, you're right. I'm to the point. Uh, it only took me twenty years to get there. Yeah. But I'm at the point now to where I can uh, I can be gone from the store for a Wednesday. Do you feel and, like um, when you're right. out for like the the eye surgeries and stuff like that 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 helps you kind of more loosen up like not being here on a wednesday yeah kind of i mean it's it's so it still is bothers me because in my mind i get these worst case scenarios i'm like okay what if uh somebody leaves the water on what if there's a fire yeah. what if uh hmm. you know a car runs through the front of the and you know and what I'm if eight, there's a and, meth lab next door and i'm 800 miles away it's too soon ron and i'm 800 miles away and so the now I've gotten to the point to where I can sleep through the night. I may make one or two phone calls to the store yeah. uh, to check in on things, but for the most part, I, I trust the people I have working for me. Did you guys go to the same place again, uh, Alabama? We did. We got to go to um, uh, Orange Beach, Alabama. So it's right there on the uh, the Alabama Florida state line. Do you fish? Uh, n- so did you say do I eat fish? No, no, we can't eat fish. <laughs> no. yeah, just because my brother lives down in Alabama, and that's all he he like f- gets his big fish. I have no idea what it is. I would uh, I would try, but I, I as a kid I wasn't very good. 
And um, now, if, if sea fishing going out on the, the ocean is a whole different uh, event, I would love yeah. to do that because you're out on a boat. Mm-hmm. You got the the chance of catching like a shark or a stingray or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Caught a shark in the eye once. It was fun. Wait, what? Sorry. Oh, I'm so bad at yeah. geography. When I learned that Alabama was on the coast, I was like pleasantly surprised. You never think about Alabama being <laughs> yeah. on the coast. You, yeah. you, don't, you don't. You don't. No. I did have one concern though with you going on vacation. Let's hear it. Uh, my birthday is a Sunday, and I'm worried that you may have blown my birthday budget. Um, so I have not. I, yes. I, I, no. So what I did was For those I, of you that can't see, he looked really panicked. <laughs> and if y'all don't understand, Ron's birthday is like it's like it's it a week long. Should be a national holiday. Yes, he celebrates yeah. it almost for the whole month. Yeah. No, I've got you covered, Ron. Uh, Wait, really? Yes. Oh, I'm excited. Online, I found Uh-oh. a thing. So Ron is a is a cheese connoisseur. You better not Uh-oh. be going. Where yes, I think you're going. he loves uh, so uh, uh, cheddar, Swiss, um, you name it. Ryan will eat it. So I found Ryan. <laughs> I found him online. Yeah, I think it's called the uh, the pimento of the month. If you get me pimento <gasps> cheese, we're not longer friends. And every month they send Ron a different type of pimento cheese. You better be lying, because if this happens, <laughs> yes. You don't like pimento cheese? It, no. I love pimento cheese. Um, oh man. So my, I have a friend Nick yeah. who is going to start tomorrow. There's a place called Euphoric Cheese yes. Shop. In, oh, oh my they're wonderful. Oh, we can. He's going to start as a cheesemonger. Yes. Oh, that's tomorrow. Cheesemonger. Yeah. So they actually, um, Great my story. friend Lacey went there yesterday. They what have is? a blue cheese that they only do once a year, mm-hmm. and it was like yep. twenty-eight dollars. Oh, I saw it today. Yeah. Oh. So we, you'll eat the blue cheese. I like blue cheese, but you don't like pimento cheese. I don't like pimento. I think it's the blue look. cheese has a little bit of a smoky taste yeah. to it. Yeah. I think it's a lot of it comes to the look of it. Okay. But do not give me blue. Do not give me cheese of the month. <laughs> the pimento cheese of the give month. Give me something it's cool. The, it's 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 non-transferable. Yeah. The, I'm letting you know you can't. <laughs> yes. It's yours for the entire year. You can't get rid of it. And uh, I think you get a pound of pimento each no. month. I'm going to tell you right now, February is going to be delicious. It's like the... Don't like, spoil it. It's, like it's going to be delicious. It's like the arrangement of, yeah. you know, cheese. Yeah. Yes. Or we're just going to uh, see him throwing up at our door. Oh, my God. But you know what? You can, you can surprise me with my birthday gift on our next episode. I was we're surprised always... that it only cost like $20 for an entire year <laughs> yeah. of pimento cheese. I don't I know really, if now that, that I says know anything. a cheese market, yes. and I have a friend, an inside man there. Oh, they're wonderful. Oh, I'm they're hoping there's some kind of employee this guy. It's a woman-owned business, too. It's a woman-owned business. Oh, that's cool. And they are really good business we like we actually used them for free comic book days yeah like, they gave like gift cards, cards for like our little gift bags that we, we had did. like intro if you were came you're like the first like hundred in line okay like, they gave us like t- little tickets for people to go see them okay and so it was really cool they have a great wine bar there too mm-hmm. it's that's called sparrow fantastic. wine bar it's connected to it oh, that's after awesome. we uh after we finished the buyout uh pat took us there to celebrate <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, where's it at in Farragut? it's actually right next to brick house yeah okay yeah oh we could, you could take Brickhouse their stuff yeah. and we could get cheese. So the, the UPS guy, he already <laughs> came and got the box. Ah. But now, the last, first time it happened, I think one of his customers was in my store while I was talking to him on the phone. Yeah. And he said, do you need me to take the box out there? He goes, I'm headed out there now. And so I sent the, uh, the box with one of my customers. <laughs> that was a customer of his That's also. Great, yeah. That's hysterical. Oh, and I don't think he mentioned it, but yeah. Mike introduced us all mm-hmm. but mike uh we try to do just four people on the podcast so mike's going to be hovering in the background so if you don't hear mike like the ghost. episode don't worry he's not dead no i yeah. think i'm in his chair he keeps looking at me <laughs> it got kind of dark there the... yeah man a lot of news this week yeah like uh new york comic con so it was just uh, Friday, wrapped up Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. yeah yep i guess like we'll though we'll start with something sad because we don't want to end on sure. a on a bummer uh keith giffen 
Yeah. Uh, for the main man. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, passed away on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now, how old was he? Did it say? Uh, I think in he the... was seventy-eight. Okay. He was in. It was, um, was in the seventies. I'm not sure. Right. Let me look it up. Um, I know he'd been ill for a while, and like the last few pictures I'd seen of him at conventions, he he looked kind yeah. of uh, he looked kind of sickly. But um, I know he. The good news is I, I think seventy years old. Okay, seventy. I know his yeah. wife had passed away uh, a few years ago, maybe. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so I mean, if anything, at least he can uh, he can be at peace with her and. Um, but we're all going to miss him in the comic book industry because oh. you're talking about somebody who was a consummate professional for years and years. And yeah. His, you see his, his presence and all those like 80s DC stuff. Yeah. The and the, his yep. personality just comes through. Oh, I know, right? Uh, on all those characters. The, um, uh, and who, so who do you create again, Ron? Like he, there was a, it was a list of characters, right? Like, I mean, from... Um, or Lobo, right? Like, yeah, Lobo, was, Rocket Raccoon, uh, Jamie Reyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just the Ice, just to name a few. Right. Yes. Mm, so some man. great, um, some great characters. He created... Is yep, he Jaime Briggs? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, Jaime, yeah. Cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just kind of cool because like... His version of Ted Kord's Blue Beetle is my favorite version of oh, Blue yeah. Beetle. So it's kind of cool that he's basically helped, basically create and shape two Blue Beetles. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I remember I was living in uh, Germany in uh-huh. the late 80s, and there was a German shop that had this little section of American comics in the back, right? And that's where I saw the first run of Justice League, their Justice League. And it was the first DC book that I ever bought with my own money. They had like the first six or seven issues of it. And I was like, I recognized Batman on the cover, right. and that was the only one I recognized. Right. But I love that book. And I think a lot of like my humor growing up is like influenced by influenced mm-hmm. by that book. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always been my job. There was a bit where I hated Dan Jur- Jurgens when mm-hmm. he took over Justice League after they left the book. Just because I blamed him for it. Yeah. yeah. But his versions of all these characters are some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he really helped define a lot of the 80s and 90s comics as oh. we know them. And like I said, the, the just bringing in personality to the characters and um, having them be not just two-dimensional, but three-dimensional and fleshed yeah. out was, was mm-hmm. incredible as a reader back then. And probably one of the best runs of uh, Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, yeah, he did Legion and then and, and Justice League. And I need to read that run. Yeah. yeah. I love Legion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah his, uh, he did a decent run on that book, yeah. And that's the one thing with comics is that, you know, you grow up with comics, but you don't realize comics grew up with you and these creators that used to be, you know, uh, 30, 40 years old now, um, you turn around and uh, it's kind of sad to see a, like this, this past generation kind of kind of go by. Yeah, you know? it is. And what yeah. I like is like his last post on Facebook, which he mm-hmm. had his uh, family post after he passed was, I told him I was sick. Anything not to go to New York Comic Con. Thanks. <laughs> Keith Giffen, 1952 to 2023. Blah, ha, ha, ha. so on character. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that exemplifies. So uh, go out laughing. Right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And it's so great, too. Like, the day after he passed, like, over 70 comic creators and legends were telling their stories of Keith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think it's really the best way to remember him. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome guy. And then the other big news that we'll discuss is the Daredevil series. <laughs> so what do y'all think? I guess have y'all heard the news? The TV show, right? They fired all the writers and directors yep. and are also changed their entire approach to, you know, TV shows and everything, which... I'm very genuinely <sighs> curious I, yeah. just because, like, TV shows actually are important for uh, our industry. Like, it yeah. does get people that maybe might not know the comics right. to come in, but I think 
are they're actually going to try and do that more approach yeah. right so i've heard i've heard a couple different things one that they're changing their the way that they're doing their tv shows to make it where it's going to be more ongoing tv shows multiple seasons and movies are going to be like the big crossover events mm-hmm. which that sounds cool but then they say stuff like oh we're going to get showrunners and show bibles for that i'll believe it when i see it because mm-hmm. everything we've seen so far has been that marvel studios kevin feige and disney just can't stop meddling with a TV show. I love artists and TV shows. I love like the the showrunner, the show Bible, the complete creative control, the true detective season one stuff. Right. So if that happens, that's awesome. But I don't see that happening. That goes up against everything that Marvel does. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's a good idea to change how they're doing their TV formats to have the multiple season things. I mean, we love Loki. I mean, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have y'all started season two? We mm-hmm. saw the first episode. Okay, yeah, good. we haven't gotten... That, that, okay. that was fantastic. Like, yeah. that's Marvel TV as it should be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I've loved all the Marvel shows that have come out. I think they've done too many. Okay. Um, but, like, I've enjoyed all of them. Well, she it just gets you that superhero fatigue. Like, you can just start to feel a little bit, especially since, like, with DC trying to do their reboot. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's like all at one time it's just kind of an overload I feel like so. yeah so if they're, if they're changing the way they do their TV shows I get that I'm all for I mean sure if you feel like it's, something's not working but right. it, it does I'm, I'm kind of trying, I'm kind of to wait sit and wait and see what happens yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was some person on Twitter that was like we didn't strike for nearly five months for companies to take credit for this. These companies aren't doing this simply because they realized the process wasn't working, but because writers struck to require that showrunners be writers and not non-writing execs slash directors. Exactly, and that's what you need. And yeah. I, yeah. I'm all not for having that. showrunners this whole time has that's been crazy. Kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. and that kind of scared me when I heard that. I was like, yeah. wait, what? That's kind of like, uh, to me, that's like Delta saying, you know, we're going to start using pilots now. Yeah. yeah, you know, what I mean, it's kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it's pretty essential to the process, exactly. right? Um, I think that's just another case of, and yeah, I mean, that's why they were striking for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it leads to better product. But the Daredevil thing, I think they said the rumor they had about four episodes in the can. Yeah, and Daredevil doesn't even suit up until episode four. Yeah, I get having a plan, but that's the, that's not a great plan, especially since he's already been introduced as a exactly. character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the guy who did the uh, the show on um. For Daredevil for the Netflix series. Steven Denight? Yeah. yeah. I think his name is, yeah. Was kind of stunned too and was like going like hopefully this leads to a better product. I hope so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think the Secret Invasion was probably one of the catalysts to this happening too because that one got raked through the... Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, yeah, it didn't receive the best reviews, did it? No. It I'll, wasn't. Yeah. No, but, I, I never yeah. actually, I, I refused to watch it when I heard the AI artwork bit. Oh, you know? yeah. They oh, did yeah. the opening. Like, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in the comic industry, you know, it's a little bit closer knit than you would think. So when they say that they're using AI work, that's like putting your friends out of business. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like, no, I'm not. I, I play like we, we, we play a lot of the Marvel shows in our shop. You know, mm-hmm. it's fun. But that I refuse to have on. I told everyone, don't put this one on. Like, I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if like uh, Independent comes out, like they're in Diamond or whatever, and they're like, hey, this book is AI created. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we're not doing that. No, we won't okay. be carrying anything mm-hmm. like that. I've seen one solicitation for some random indie company that was like, hey, this is our first AI comic. I, no, I'm, I'm not for that. I think there was a uh, bunch of creators, uh, comic creators recently that got together to sue a company. Yes. Uh, because their AI was being used. Yeah, um, and I think George R. R. Martin's suing one too, um, and they've already pulled stuff out like that he, like that basically came from him. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not gonna be a thing, I don't think. You know, because legally it's a touchy issue. Like if you're an artist and they take some of your artwork and they put it into an AI program and it creates this amalgam art where it's, you know. And you can't par- prove that's not. And you can't, yeah, and it's yeah. partially your style or partially something you've drawn before. 
it's got to be aggravating, right? Mm-hmm. That, that these people are making money off of your work product mm-hmm. yeah. where they're just basically just kind of put it into this blender, this AI blender. And exactly. it, it goes into like Etsy, which is part, was supposed to be a place of like people being able to be creative with mm-hmm. their stuff. And you're seeing like art because I've seen like some artists are posting like you need to not buy stuff from this person because that's my artwork and I'm not getting money for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's, yeah. So, yeah. It's one thing that I, I did see recently. Uh, there was like some lawsuit where the judge had basically said, you can't copyright like AI. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll keep some of it at bay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because um, industry that uses AI art mm-hmm. is using it to make money. And if you can't get a copyright for this, mm-hmm. they're probably less likely to to use it right yeah, so like like, and like with the daryl thing like that makes me think yeah that's great i think if we're changing our approach to make this better but anyway i think it's great i just i'll believe it when i see it because they keep interfering right stuff and i just don't i don't, maybe maybe the strike helped with that <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. I hope so. hopefully i hope so yeah i wonder if after like just feige is getting more hands-on with the, the tv side now because the fact that they got to run through four episodes of this before they pulled the plug is kind of crazy, too. I'd be curious they, if those four episodes ever get out on, like, a bootleg or something. You know how sometimes yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. will get released I'm later on? I'm waiting for Batgirl. Just... I want to see Batgirl. Yes. So I have, a, I have a friend who will remain nameless who was working at um, a Warner Brothers company mm-hmm. that's in town. And he said that movie actually was on the server where you could access it for a little bit. Oh, you know, the, the like, Batgirl? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. And, uh, I, I can't remember if he actually watched it. They, they took it off really quickly. But there's mm-hmm. a couple, like a two-day period after they said it was was gone that you could actually find it on their server oh wow gone it now. yeah i, I do really want to see it because <laughs> she looked cool as batgirl oh, yeah. and we would get another michael keaton another brand mm-hmm. fraser too yeah role. Like, yeah it's just yeah. yeah well there's a rumor now that they're kind of regretting putting that one on the shelf and releasing the flash movie that they're saying that maybe what they should have done was release all their eggs in that basket. release the Batgirl yeah. instead because at least the Batgirl would have the the, yeah. the bat name in the title mm-hmm. i still can't pull the trigger on watching that you're not I, on the I, flash yeah I, you're, you've seen clips though right i've seen i've seen have the baby seen have you seen the baby clip i saw the baby clip in the microwave so i've seen i've seen the clips i haven't watched yeah, the haven't movie watched no well you know um and here's the thing cool. if you told me ezra miller put a baby in a microwave i would say that's probably true <laughs> right 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 you know with the whole movie i actually did feel kind of bad for the studio you know yeah. they were yeah. in a horrible situation and there was no way they could have ever recasted him yeah, yeah, like, yeah he was yeah. literally in every shot Right, like, yep. and, and so double. It, 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 was, it was great, but like yeah. you know, we we saw it in theaters, and and thankfully there's this really great place called Cinnabar where you can drink when you watch a, a movie. <laughs> um, but it was it was. You know. I was I was going to go with uh, Mike and Jamie to see it at Cinnabar. We had done uh, Spider Man the week before, yeah, and then I think all at once. All three of us simultaneously are like, hey, we don't think we want to go see Flash. No. <laughs> yeah. I um, wish I had seen Blue Beetle in theaters, but yes. we're, we're going to watch that in the next couple of days. But uh, I heard that was good. But. Yeah, because I should. Uh, I know it's on VOD now. Yeah. Um, which I mean, that's a tricky thing with the VOD now mm-hmm. because you're like, should we, I'm just going to wait until HBO Max has it. Right. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I mean, it's not much longer. Uh, it cuts both ways, right? I mean, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys have anything from New York Comic Con that really stood out to you? I mean, for me, it was the Ultimate Universe stuff. Uh, when I, I, I got into comics because of the Ultimate Universe. You okay. Know, that was kind of my introduction was, I think, Ultimate X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that they're bringing back the Ultimate Universe is so cool. And there's this Ultimate Spider-Man title. We don't know who is under the mask. And right. that is so exciting. The rumor it's a 40-year-old person? Oh, I kind of, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Let's do that. You know, yeah. let's do that. But Like, like a I'm, Peter P. B. Parker? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's Jonathan Hickman. And I, I, I can never remember the artist name but it was it's the guy from daredevil exactly that so uh, that's just 
That's and awesome. uh, they're doing the Black Panther. Black with Panther. The yeah, DC Brian team. Hill is doing that. Yep. And I can't remember who the artist is for Black Panther, but I know Brian Hill's doing. Peach Mocha. Mocha. Is, yeah, yeah Mocha. Doing, doing yes. Ultimate X Men. I forgot. Yeah, about writing that. and drawing it, which. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Similar to, I guess, her demon days. Because, yeah, she yeah, had yeah, those yeah. series yeah, of one-shots, like, right, that were... Yep, I'm very interested to see what goes on with that. I hope they keep, like they did with the Ultimates uh, back in the early 2000s, they keep mm. it to not a whole bunch of titles. Exactly. And they keep it more you self-contained. eight titles. You, yeah. But I, I, I think that'd be... I'm really excited to see that back. I think that's really good. I mean, think of it like this. Ultimate Comics gave us the MCU. You know, they base yeah. most of they yeah. base a lot of their stuff off the MC uh, and Miles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. what could come from this? This could be ten years from now. We could be doing another episode <laughs> yeah. talking about, hey, remember yeah. that time when they finally came back, and now we have all this cool stuff. So who knows? You know. mm-hmm. And the Ultimate Universe has been gone now for what fifteen years, maybe uh, since they killed it off. And yeah, because they killed it off. Ultimatum. Yeah, uh, Ultimatum. And, and, but it, it still, it stuck around for a few more years. And then Secret yeah. Wars ended it. Secret Wars ended it. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, it, but they'd be like have like two titles, maybe. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Mostly it was, it was Miles, you know, and then um, yeah, they kept just killing characters off. It was weird. Yeah. The yeah, Ultimatums, I think, where they did that, where they, and that's where I kind of bounced out of it when they did the whole gross thing where the blob ate the wasp and yeah. Daredevil drowned. Yeah, there's this some it stuff for shock sake. Typical Mark Millar stuff, right? Because it was. No, I think Millar was Jeff Loeb. Was it Jeff Loeb? Oh, yeah. it's even yeah. worse. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> Millar did Ultimates one and two. <laughs> yeah, Millar and then stuff Jeff Loeb was... killed the universe. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I've never really dug him, and unless he's working with Tim Sale. R.I.P. Yeah. The Ultimate Spider-Man thing. Um, I'm kind of curious if they're going to introduce the character. And they have a one-shot in November. And then the Spider-Man starts in January and then February and then March for the yep. other two. Can't wait. Yeah. They're going to be big, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. people, Like I said, people have been kind of nostalgic for the Ultimate Universe lately. So, them bringing it back. It's perfect timing. It's perfect timing. How did the the four part do you hear because i know it also had a really crazy cover price of like 7.99 the ultimate invasion yeah how did it do it did well but i mean it, not as well as it would have at 4.99 yeah that price uh, was a little high Ditto. yeah yeah um but like i said the, the nostalgia for the ultimate titles and the ultimate banner i think kind of carried the book a little bit yeah. and also you know people they want to get on the ground floor so like well all these ultra ultimate titles are coming out so i might as well read Tell invasion people, pikmin's building a universe you know right yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and so that helped it but yeah that's the, the marvel they have a recent trend of making a lot of their books like 5.99 6.99 and uh, at some point, the fans, uh, it's a cost-benefit analysis, right? They have to do the math in their head and say, okay, is it worth me spending $8 on this one book when I could buy two other comics, you know, for the same amount of money? Take note, um, PC. <laughs> so let me ask you guys a question, because you're three comic store owners. Is that harder for you to go all in on a book if yes. you know yes. it's going to have that kind yes. of price? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Don't even have to finish that. Because the last thing you want to do is sit there and have like a half box of books that are all $8 cover price, and then you're doing the math in your head and you're like well i've got four dollars a piece in them give or take yeah and if i've got 20 copies left over you know that's 80 bucks sitting on my, my floor in yep. a box mm-hmm. yep um, it's it, it, it's it's incredibly frustrating and very it's yeah. super scary so i assume some titles like a predator versus wolverine you know that's gonna sell that one was easy one. yeah so yeah. that was easy but if it's something like the ultimate 7.99 for a set of that book yeah. it gets a little scary mm-hmm. right? uh yeah um we we did sell we did sell out of ultimate invasion number one but i actually i i half my order because of the price point right you know i would love to have got more of it but like yeah <laughs> yeah and so as a retailer you know you only have x number of dollars to spend on books per month yep. yeah, yeah yeah and you yeah. have to kind of decide where you want to allocate your resources exactly yes. it's like do i get you know 200 copies of this book or do i mm-hmm. pay mckay this week you know no yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay mckay. You gotta, you gotta pay McKay. yeah um 
so I guess it's because like with the books now, a lot of the books are going from three ninety nine to four ninety nine. Does that give you pause too on some books, or is it just no, one that, of those things that's, where you're like, that's, that's, that's normal, to me. yeah. I know, but like yeah. when you double it, six ninety nine or seven ninety nine. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah, and we've since working at Nirvana for a couple of years, you know, before we bought it, <laughs> I watched those price points. I, mm. I remember when we first there; it was two ninety nine for some mm-hmm. DC titles. Yep, you know for Batman mm-hmm. yeah. and you've seen it kind of casually there's that's going to happen you know yep. comics used to cost a quarter but don't jump from 4.99 to ten dollars yeah. you know for uh God's number one <laughs> great book but it's expensive but that was a pretty thick book too. it was so, like okay. it was a lot thicker than a single but issue it, it should have been so nice I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still hard it's still hard gods yes. was like one of those Marvel has really tried to push gods for the last like yes. six or seven months yes mm-hmm. Did it sell well for everybody? It did, but we did have to push it. You know okay. what I mean? We had to like, yeah, I mean, I still have it. some on the rack, but yeah. I'm yeah. hoping that it's one of those books as people get into it down the road, they oh, work well. their way backwards and, and is, look for the number book. one. Grant's absolutely right. with the And, and Marvel's pretty bad about every... Every fourth issue of Spider-Man is $9.99. Or Deadpool issue is $1,000, And so if it's a situation, I don't mind if it's kicking off a giant series like Predator vs. Wolverine or even Gods. Yeah. But when it's just a random issue of Spider-Man 850 and they want $9.99 for it, and then you know issue 900 is going to be $9.99. And, and then, there are going to be issues in the middle. Because yes. Spider-Man did that with like 26 was expensive. Right. The wedding issue on thirty one, and I was get it. Expensive. It's their best selling book, yeah, so you yeah, want to yeah. sell you sure. want to sell some for nine ninety nine whenever yeah. you can. Yep. But as a fan, it gets tiresome. Like they don't mind they don't mind paying once a year for like a big nine ninety nine Deadpool or Spider Man book. Yep. But when you're doing it to me four or five times a year, it gets a little, uh, it gets a little it gets tiresome. A little, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, I noticed recently too. Some of the industry people I've actually been talking about how you know because of actions like that, people are getting more excited for Transformers, GI Joe, mm-hmm. and all that. They got they're not the only players in the game anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. gotta think about that. Because yeah. Transformers One was three ninety nine. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. yep. uh, and it was a four ninety nine. I think yeah. it was a big book too. You know? Yeah, it was yeah. a big book. Yeah. And then just, you know, they're making their own cinematic universe, so mm-hmm. you never know. <laughs> Which, if you haven't read Transformers number one, it's Daniel Warren Johnson is, yeah. is uh, fantastic on that book. Fresh off of How to Do a Power Power. Now, yep. I was kind of worried initially um, yeah. with Daniel Which Warren Johnson. Which is an Johnson, Eisner but, Award winner. Yep. But yeah, title, uh, the art's beautiful and the, the story people. I think we had something to do with that Eisner because we pushed that book so much last year. We oh, were, yeah. I think you were like the number one cheerleader for How to yeah. Do a Powerbomb. We're kings, we're kingmakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Did they just tell you, hey, you've been nominated? Yeah, so apparently a bunch of our customers nominated us for the uh, Spirit of Comics Will Eisner uh, Retail Award. Um, so yeah, they just sent us an email and said, hey, this you're, happened. You're uh, one of like 25, 25 stores, stores in the world. Yeah, like, that, was, <laughs> oh, cool. that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, will never, that will never not be cool. Just yeah. the feeling that your customers and your friends, you know, yes. cared enough and to uh, take the time. It's yeah. got to be. Exactly. Yeah. If any of y'all are listening, yes. thank you so much. Bill, did it hurt world. your feelings that none of your customers have nominated <laughs> you for Eisner yet? Well, I don't uh, no, not terribly. I, I did nominate you for a Blockbuster Award, just to let you know. Yeah, and I, I think a Slammy one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but no, no, we were happy to hear the news that a yeah, store in Knoxville sure. had been um, had been nominated. Uh, I'm not sure if a store in Knoxville, I'd, I'd have to research and see if anyone's ever been nominated in Knoxville, but to the best of my knowledge, that was the first I'd heard of any So store. when they say, hey, yeah. you're one of 25, did they then slowly like Yeah, we we sadly didn't make the top five. We wish we did, but we still were able to get tickets to go to San Diego, which was awesome. We got to sit in the VIP area of the Eisner Awards with all the creators and stuff. Oh, nice. So we got to see like Tom King, Jim Lee. It was, Jim Lee's also very short. 
and, and I'm like, speaking from a short person. Like, yeah. I've never seen him in person, so right. it's interesting. Uh, but apparently, he... Jim Lee was also one of the judges yeah. for that. Like, so I when we got back, we told our staff, "Oh, by the way, Jim Lee hates y'all." No, but no, it was a huge honor. Like, yeah. and the people that are working it like deserve an award themselves. Oh like, yeah, they oh, were yeah. so yeah. helpful. Was, one of the and judges just, actually become like a great like mm-hmm. uh, person to talk to and give us advice yeah. as a new comic book store owner. Right. Yes, they're wonderful. Apparently, though, so when you get nominated, you're not going to win the first time. Yeah, the people are the finalists yeah. they've done it like the guy who won he'd been finals like 10 times eight, eight yeah times. yeah holy moly okay. yeah he was so what, uh, eight times what store ended up winning i'm just uh, curious somewhere in california, california. oh it was it's not bat cave it was mm-hmm. something cave comics or something, something cave but comics, it had yeah. like a like a it had a really cool logo it was like a right. Batman super lo- cool store yeah yeah yes um there was not a bad store there but it was so cool but there's got... people from like england i saw a store from argentina oh. on the oh, list okay, cool. i was like what the okay. heck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was multicultural yeah yeah no it was it, it was so cool um can you guys do eisner nominated nirvana comics I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. when you say like uh, I can tell you right now, Academy Bill Award was, nominee. You would see that on every single post that I would do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they also too they want to make sure like they told us they gave us some guidelines of how to talk about it so in a way that's not derogatory to other stores. Yes. Stuff like that, yeah. Because you know? it's not um, like I mean it's not. Really... And it's not saying like oh you're one of the best stores. No, it says you exemplify what these like codes Spirits of we comments. feel like yep. this yep. is. So that was just really cool. Yep. Um, and that whole experience getting to be there with all these cool creators. And it was my love. first big con too. So that oh really you jumped right. Into like, the deep end of the pool. Yeah, yeah, was, San Diego. It's a little overwhelming, right? When it you go was, from like, but it was a, not to diss fanboy, but when yeah. you go from like a fanboy to like oh, Dragon Con or yeah. Comic Con. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Like again, like yeah, they, you could tell they knew what they were doing. Like, right. Where the direct you oh, like the security was, was it? Okay. And I'm like, what not the heck? an unfriendly person there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. It was great. Uh, and it just blast. just really felt like home, which yeah. was really cool yeah. to feel like I'm like, oh, I can be myself I, I, i'm around fellow we were, nerds i can we were do hanging this. out with the, uh, at the cocktail party afterwards with all the creators and everything it was mm-hmm. just it was so it was so weird yep. <laughs> like thinking back it was to that, like, like it was the so cool. what's her name from uh she, i can't remember her name but she does laura limpus who's also like a multi eisner so nice multi eisner award winner um for her webtoon and now her webtoon's uh, in print so yep. like it, seeing like a lot of that as well just like women in comics mm-hmm. like seeing that represented yeah. too so that was really cool and that's one of the, to put a face with the name right yes. like you see like yes. you like i've read this book yes and, uh, and so she's cool. so yeah. like mm-hmm. soft-spoken and sweet and i'm like you write this okay all right cool yeah. <laughs> we'll say one thing we did learn at the at the ceremony too um you know so jim lee's in charge of dc now and mm-hmm. i remember when that first was announced some people were kind of like oh gosh what's gonna happen yeah. next mm-hmm. uh all the creators could not stop bragging on jim lee apparently he goes to fight for his creators and is taking care mm-hmm. of them and is just doing amazing things so that was yep. really cool to learn yeah that's probably why DC is so strong right now. Oh yeah, no, they swept the yeah. floor. There was mm-hmm. no Marvel winning Eisner awards. I hate to say it, DC was yeah. one I mean, winning all the awards. Yeah. I wow. love all the Marvel books, but you know, yeah. Donna DC has been so strong. Oh, so good. Yeah, and yeah. like the artist for was it Nightwing? That was a big that he won oh, a couple Bruno. of those. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Redondo, yeah. three, mm-hmm. three, uh, three different awards. Yeah, that Tom cover they're coming up with with Damian. Pushing the, <laughs> yes, the I saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so did you guys? You guys started as employees at Nirvana, right? Yes. Um. So we were you always already a couple? Yeah, we were. We were We've been married, married almost nine years yeah. now. <laughs> and you said your relationship is comics. Yeah, so, um, yeah. so we were both working at Target at the time. I ran to Jasmine one day. Cupid and was, shot a bow. Exactly, immediately. It did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> immediately. I thought, you know, she was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. Oh. Uh, still is. Thank uh, you. But, um, you know, I so the first day I meet her, I get to talk to her. And mm. we're working together. And I'm telling her my entire life story because I'm nervous I'm talking. <laughs> so I've discovered this, you know, later. Jasmine has a wonderful ability to disassociate. Uh, she does not remember that at all. 
And I'm it was like she, that meme of she, the guy that's talking to the girl and she's just looking off. Yeah, into the it was that yes. exactly. Uh, so, you know, I, a couple weeks go by and I'm in the break room and a commercial for Arrow comes on and Jasmine walks in the break room. And she goes, oh, I love that show. And I'm like, oh, hey, you do? That's <laughs> awesome. So we get to talking and we build a relationship talking about that. Um, and so I ask her out after giving her a little tour around Knoxville. Um, the problem is I was broke. <laughs> so I sold every single comic that I had, graphic novel oh. and everything. I sold every single one of them to pay for gas money and for money for my first date with Jasmine. This is like an origin story from a comic book. Uh, we actually went bowling. Okay. Yes. She I, beat me. By one pin. Oh, yes. great. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was wonderful for her. Uh, no, uh, then, yeah, just uh, we started dating, and uh, it's about a year and a half later, asked her to marry me. Uh, we got married later that year, but uh, I got a job at Costco. She was working at Target. Um, still, you know, just kind of young and broke. I was trying to be a filmmaker. That's what I wanted to do. So a friend of mine at Costco recommended we go try out, check out this new comic book store. And we went there, I met Richard and we just hit it off. You know, he had the cult of Dracula script that he was wanting to make it into a movie. And, uh, you know, uh, he was driving back from Dragon Con and I just talked to him on the phone for like three hours, I think. Oh, nice. <laughs> just, okay. uh, just getting to know him. And so I started doing video work for him uh, at the shop. So we had just bought a house, Jazz and I had, and we were very much over our head. Again, very young and broke. Still glad I did it though, huh? Oh, very, 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 <laughs> and you bought a house no. when it was still reasonable yes, yes. exactly yes. exactly oh we did yes uh no i laugh about it now but yeah um so uh he was actually like having to like move a bunch of product around to rearrange the store and i was like hey do you need help moving boxes he goes actually do you want a job and I'm, yes <laughs> because i need money so my job was to help amber uh bag and board new releases after she would do subscription boxes okay that's how i met amber um i would work with her every every tuesday and yeah that's just what i would do jasmine eventually started coming and helping with the kids section uh, Richard tasked her with uh, doing that, and she took it from like a shelf to a two-sided shelf to a multi-sided display. Ah, good for you, a, Jasmine. That's yeah, fantastic. Made into eventually, I would still yeah. deal. Had she eventually made into an award-winning hallway that won a Diamond Award uh, nice. two years ago, Diamond Retailer yes, last year. Actually. Last year, yeah, last mm-hmm. year. Okay. Yep. Um, she did all that, but this was that was over a couple of years. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, Amber, as everyone knows, she was she was sick, um, and so she couldn't be there all the time on Tuesday. So I started taking over the subscription boxes. She would always come in to make sure, let me know I was doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, on par for yeah. that. Oh, I absolutely love her. Um, we, we we came really close with Richard and Amber during all this. Um, um, it was getting hard to do two jobs. Twenty twenty is going on. Uh, I actually, you know, for just got rid of my salary there. I told Richard, hey, don't, I, I'm good. I got Costco money. <laughs> you know. Just, huh you know, pay everyone else here that yep. works here. Yep. So we were kind of already becoming all in yep. at that point. Um, and we we discussed possibly buying in with Richard a couple of times during 2020. Um, and we just couldn't, it just didn't feel right at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like just scary because- Oh, of, of course. Because COVID shut comic book stores down for yeah. at least two months, right? You weren't yep. getting well, new comics. Uh, I think- Yep, it was about Oh, it months. was new comics? I forgot about, that. well, it yeah. was a month we couldn't let anybody in the store. Yeah, yeah so you would do a lot of stuff. curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Bill yeah. would have like a line of a people mm-hmm. and they would say, their name he would run out with their comics oh yeah yep. but then there was a full two months where and i think this is the catalyst why dc is now with lunar yeah it was where diamond shut down their warehouse so there was like two months of no new there comics. was that was we we're having a meeting when that yeah. happened and we're like well fun um but mm-hmm. navigating through that you know yeah. 
as it got closer uh, to, 20, to the end of 2020, uh, once Amber got better, I was actually probably going to either cut my hours at the shop or, or quit. The two job thing was just too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Amber, of course, tragically passed away. <laughs> there was, and and uh, you two were like super close We were. She, her, was, right? she was my best friend. Yeah. Wow. She was my best friend. Uh, she... She taught us everything that we know about the comic book mm-hmm. industry. Um, sorry if I'm crying right now. No, no, it's uh, yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where we've had a few people on that were also touched by Amber in mm-hmm. their life. Of course, and she just seems like such an amazing person. She she was mm-hmm. there. It, what her passion for the industry um, and for making a, a safe space for mm-hmm. for women or for yep. people who wouldn't always feel comfortable in a comic book yep. store. That's why Jasmine started going to the comic book store. Mm-hmm. She was scared to go to the comic book stores before, you know. Yeah. Uh, was Amber the one that started the uh, women, like the yes. Monday yes. night? She, that ladies is, that night, that is definitely ladies all night. founded by Amber, for sure. And then I continue on to do it now. Yeah. And, and so that's a program where you just have women and uh, girls and they t- discuss comics yeah, so, that are... Um, we actually have a book each month that we do, mm-hmm. like, for instance, and I, I always, and I added my little spin onto it. So, like, for instance, I make sure to do, like, minority creators as well. Like, for instance, um, we, we actually did staff because actually is done by a minority creator for February, mm-hmm. um, and I do try to tailor it towards like women industry. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Like, that's that's been fun, like especially like Lore Olympus, and it's just yeah, a lot of. Um, it's one it's of the things a fun little niche <laughs> big about the last like 10 15 years of the industry where mm. there's a lot more representation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I and, remember the days of coming to the comic shop and it would just be like white dudes like yeah that was basically it but now yeah, you so get basic. females you get like right. everybody and, and i tell you yeah it, everybody. yeah, yeah. It, it looks yes. like it looked the market looks completely different than it did 20 years ago and um part of it's because at least for from my store, um, we're so close to the UT campus that we've always had kind of a diverse mix of clientele and customers. Yeah. Mostly toward a, a younger audience, but definitely a lot more um, women and, and, and people of color than you would have expected. And you get yeah. people that come from Jocelyn's shop to see like what you got over here too. Oh yeah, 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 all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those things, and it it used to be kind of a kind of a boys club I guess is a good way of putting it back in the day yeah but yeah if you walk into any, almost any comic store now you'd be surprised yeah. Yeah, at the people like you so see so many different people voices now in the industry right it's, I know, think it's great yeah. once um, this guy came in he, he had his girlfriend with him and speaking of a boys club he had that kind of mindset so his girlfriend commented on a comic and she's like he goes oh that's weird a girl like a comic book and Amber's <laughs> there holding, holding her dog Mina and she's like oh I love comics in fact I own this store And this guy just kind of like, uh, uh, he's like yeah, just froze like deer in the head. <laughs> right. She would put people in their place. Yes, that was one yeah. thing. I wish I had oh, her confidence. Cause great. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad. So when during 2020, Amber wasn't always able to do ladies night. That's when Jasmine started helping out, taking over that. And she got to see Jasmine doing that. She was so excited to see, you know, what you were doing there. And she, well, she was glad. so proud of you. I'm and she knew you that her it. legacy was going to oh, continue. Absolutely. Yeah. So when she passes, so uh, we, um, so I remember there's this moment where we're in the shop with everybody, all the staff that's there. Because we always had a, a good big staff there. 
and everyone just kind of went around and basically said where they, where they were at mentally, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and where they're at in life. We had a lot of people. Um, we had someone who had just, um, you know, they're having another kid, someone who was about to get married. We were mm-hmm. having someone who was had going through their own stuff, and everyone said that the shop was what was keeping them together. Yeah. And I remember Jasmine and I just kind of looked at each other, and we yeah. saw this. We are like, this beautiful, beautiful place, this beautiful thing that was keeping these people together, and we couldn't let that go by the wayside. So we actually we went over to Richard's house. You know, just to make sure he was okay. We were mm-hmm. spending a lot of time there, obviously, at the time. And uh, to make sure everything was rolling behind the scenes. You know, was, was the Diamond Order in, which he never dropped at all. He always had that. He you know, always took care of that. Um, but we wanted to check on him. And I was talking to him, and he did not know what the next steps were for the shop. Because, unfortunately, not only not only had we just lost Amber, he had a book coming out. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he was doing stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And so he didn't know what he was going to do. And I was like, hey, man, we'll, we'll be there. We'll help you. And he's like, dude, I... I can't, you know, pay to leave Costco. I was like, oh, what if we buy it then? Let's just, let's just get rid of so all the bull crap. Like let's just go ahead and do that. Early you know? 2021. Actually, it, yeah. yes, yeah, it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got excited for that and we, we started doing that process and we bought in to make sure, you know, everything was just rolling okay. We had a great staff that didn't really need us like to oversee them or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was doing their job great. So we just kind of made sure everything was working behind the scenes and we didn't talk about a whole lot. You know, we kind of just kept ourselves about it. So obviously, you know, going through 2021, you know, we have some staff turnover. Some people move on to awesome things. They're doing great um, at their shop. Uh, so we are starting to have to take a little bit more hands on at the shop. Yeah. Um, so eventually I quit my job. <laughs> you know, that was a. Uh, that was weird. It's always <laughs> it's, it's always a leap of faith. It was, yeah, because yeah, I was I was working the four AM shift and you know, then going to the shop, being there all day, then going home, getting three hours of sleep, going back to work. Like Tuesday to Wednesday would just kill me. Um, it got so bad. There's one night, uh, Jazz and I were closing up, and I, we'd like got an argument, so she left a little earlier. But I was so sleep deprived, I was hallucinating that there was something in the shop with me, and oh. I called her and made her come back to help <laughs> yep. me close the store. Yeah. Yep. I was I was borderline manic. I at think that that's point. something a lot of people don't realize about like comic stores how many hours you actually put into it. I'm so I glad I quit my 40 hour a week job to spend 80 hours. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. that's essentially yeah. it. Yeah, please continue. Because yeah. <laughs> Bill is here Tuesday through Friday officially Tuesday to Friday how you come in here pretty much every night right so at night time I'll come down and I'll count down the register not every night so like you know I just took a vacation for seven days but yeah but yeah if I'm within a hundred miles of my store let's say I just feel more comfortable putting it to bed does that yeah. make sense like oh, that with no, a child totally get it yes um, <laughs> see Jasmine I'm not crazy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But you know that's but so for any small business, if if you want to give it a decent chance to succeed, you have to be willing to put in the hours. Yeah, I can't tell you how many small businesses I've seen that go out of business because the person either doesn't quit their primary job and they don't have the time to dedicate it to the, to the business. Yep, and the business kind of dies in the crib. So if you're going to make an honest effort of it and you don't want to have any regrets later on that maybe you could have done more, you have to spend the hours, yeah, right? I mean, it, it, your business, small business is an extension of yourself. That's what I think of our shop is mm-hmm. an extension of Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Yeah. You can yeah. tell the difference like when you're like, you know, you're reaching your hand. It's like, it's like stoking a fire. You can mm-hmm. tell the difference when it, you're like really putting that yes. effort, you know. So when people come in here, it, it feels like this is my home, like an extension of my home. Yeah. To me, the store feels like I'm in my basement of my home. Mm-hmm. I have all my stuff around me. Mm-hmm. My friends come by, they hang out, we talk, maybe they buy something, maybe they don't. And at the end of the night, I turn the lights off, I go upstairs to the top part of my house, you know. And so even I though it is partitioned like that, uh, that's exactly how I feel. And, and so when someone comes in, it, it feels like they're, they're come over to my house to hang out. Officially, you guys are now the owners. Yes, as of uh, about a month ago. 
Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Yes. Congratulations. When yes. someone asks us, hey, how long has the store been here? I'm like, well, that's a complicated question. <laughs> right. It's actually five, two, and one. Five <laughs> years ago, the store got here. Two years ago, we bought into it partially actually, a month six, ago. Um, six years. Six, <laughs> two, and one. So yeah. it's like, yeah, there's actually three answers to that question. Well, that just means you get three birthdays, three yeah, anniversaries. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's even better. Because it wasn't like a small business just starting off. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was a plane in the air. Yeah. You know, and having to figure out how to fly. But luckily, the the, the co-pilot's there, and mm-hmm. he, he's injured. He can't, like, grab the controls, but he can talk yeah, you through yeah, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like. Yeah. Okay. Um, because, you know, we had to figure out a lot of stuff running, you know, going through a rapidly changing industry mm-hmm. you know, after mm-hmm. 2020. Uh, it, was, it was definitely like learning how to fly an airplane up in the air. We had a lot of help. A lot of great help. Nice. Yes. But yeah. y'all know. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so when it was getting closer to where you know the transition was going to finally happen, is that when you brought McKay in as your assistant manager? <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because uh, I, I was so... You have to so, tell the story. I'll tell, tell the story. story. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, McKay used to work at the shop, and I worked at the shop <clears throat> at the same time as we were both employees. Yeah. And we didn't actually care for each other that much. Oh, <laughs> well, no, 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 the no, dirt no, comes like, out. No, no, I can't there's... see McKay being mad at anybody. No, no, no he really. says the thing. McKay doesn't hate anybody. Okay. He yes. never gets like mad at anybody. Okay, but he also McKay has been in the industry for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. He knows the guy knows more about comics than everyone here sitting at the table. It's yeah. insane. But yeah. you know. Uh, Dude, when he, he came in to talk Daredevil. Oh, I know. He had a sheet. He did. I saw him. Thirty yes. people. I know, right? He researched all this information. Yeah, and it didn't take him that long, y'all. Yeah. He just had to collect his thoughts. Right. Yeah. That's what he did. But no. Um. So, and I was kind of like, you know, Rich and I got along a lot. We were a lot alike. I just didn't get McKay. I didn't know him, and we weren't utilizing McKay correctly at the time either. <laughs> yeah. He when Rocky offered him a fantastic position to run uh, crypto. You know, Richard's like, what do you what do you think? I'm like, oh yeah, sure, let him go. I'm going, we don't need him. Right. That's so freaking stupid. If I could go back in time and smack myself. Yeah. I uh, I remember, you know, we, we brought him on because, yeah, with with me running, still working at Costco, we needed an extra hand. Yeah. Because um, I was still at Costco when we brought him on, right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I was about out. Yeah, yeah. I was about out. Yeah. But we brought McKay on to help out. And then that's when I saw that this guy has, you know, this great, all these great business ideas, knows about comics. Um, you know, we could not run the store without McKay. We made a manager of the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, you know, we sit down. He's he's part of like what the planning process. Okay. But we're we're very collaborative with our employees. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone that works there gets a say, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the person who does our subscription boxes. Take notes, Bill. They- <laughs> Whoops! I stepped something here, yep. and I'm we're just gonna slowly walk, walk away. <laughs> No, um, you know, we're, they're like, they're a family, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, why we got into this business was to keep a lot of people employed. And yep. That's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that comes off. And also, too, just to create that safe haven of community. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. You're fine, I just you're really... fine. No, but you're right, though. It's kind of like that Southwestern Airlines, you know, feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how, that's that's the McKay story. Like, <laughs> um, we, we, I love McKay. He's probably my best friend. You know, he's, he's great. Aww. So That's cool. Yeah. Probably your best friend. Yeah, oh, best friend. McKay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McKay's right now listening. One little tear going. You know, he's he's probably tear. writing out other names he think may be in front of him. He's <laughs> like, it may be Brad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. March or April 2021, where the ban happened. Yes. Oh, and, uh, yes. Uh, was that? Oh God. Was that 2022? So, so a school oh. system in help me with the county. McMinn. Uh, McMinn County yeah. had uh, removed Moss from the curriculum, citing things they didn't agree with about it. We yeah. politely disagree with their decision. We believe that the school system is the perfect place to have that book to uh, to educate kids about this 
horrible, horrible thing. And especially, yeah. like, it was a graphic novel, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so it's Art Spiegelman's mouse, exactly, right? Yes. Yeah. It's basically yeah. autobiographical. And when that happened, you know, Richard called us and was like, hey, I think we should give away some free copies of this book. And like, we agreed. We are on the same we actually, page. We are, we are or some extra copies. And- like yeah. you guys had posted your thing like we need to try to get some copies oh of absolutely yeah I mean you guys did something too you like were given to make sure XD was prioritized for students I believe yeah like we that. had um, and it was insane we had people calling from all over the country really I, yeah. I, I lost yep. track and yeah. I, I feel bad because I lost track of the names too but so many generous people who were donating sums of money for us to buy uh, copies yeah. of yeah. Mouse it was just us y'all was yeah. every, and it was, it was, it was. It was the Knoxville community doing yeah. this it was so you know. quickly how mm-hmm. they were sold out right oh yeah. yeah so yeah after we made that post a few of our subscribers worked for the news so they're like hey can we do a story about that absolutely bring Richard yeah. down he does the, the news thing because he's a lot better than I was uh, yeah we actually we, we were going to sleep that night Jazz and I turned off our phones back when we could do that uh, <laughs> and because uh, we're getting so many messages about right. it you know yeah, it, we wake up and people are offering us money we're like oh crap we gotta make a GoFundMe before this gets yeah, shady yeah we literally had to like stop I was like stop we need to stop and we, start, oh, we literally to like A-B-N-C set up first. everyone <laughs> next door with laptops taking notes McKay was answering phones was for like oh, so McKay straight. also so he'll, he'll tell the story too I'm sure McKay is pretty sure Will Wheaton called him, but yeah. you know, it makes when, sense. So that, that was the that. thing that I ended up hearing most from the people who were called with it. I guess Will Wheaton had made a post on Twitter and shared the he shared our thing, the yeah. stores yeah. and the stores because the comics exchange was on there, and I yeah. think he shared a bunch of the stores. There's a lot, there's yeah. a lot, yeah. yeah. So that's when it really took off. So we we raised over a hundred thousand dollars. Was that crazy watching it? Like, because I think your original GoFundMe was like twenty thousand, thirty thousand. I so I don't know if any of y'all have ever been on like a side of being going viral it is the most Your scary boy. thing yes. ever um it just so yeah we we raised a hundred thousand dollars we gave away thousands of copies of the book to i students even shipped for some free. to ireland wow. to england like i shipped a couple across country we, yeah that was yeah so i think big. i saw a picture and you guys had were taking packages to the post office yes. oh my god oh my so god and it, it looked insane you had I that, that semi truck that got stuck trying to get into yep yep yeah, <laughs> we did. We got that. It was. I mean, it we was, had a pallet worth of. It, it's where you wow. look back on that. And you're like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> you yeah, know, like that was, that was a lot. Um, not to get political here, but it's like one of those things which is really sad because it's like, banned books seem to be coming more and more. Books are getting yeah. banned every year. Uh, but hey, we still carry you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. come right. and get them. <laughs> yeah, if you see any book out there that's banned, we can get a copy. Yeah, of it. read them. Yeah, we're excited to see what happens next. You always look at it like comic books have always been like progressive like that. You look mm-hmm. at Stan Lee's uh, mm-hmm. Bullets and his little Stan Lee soapboxes soapbox. yes. mm-hmm. um, from the '70s and the '80s, and it's like it's just really cool to be in the, a good, positive industry. We have a fantastic right. Industry. You'd almost have to be willfully negligent not to pick up the message of inc- inclusivity in comics you know yeah. i mean it was it was People thinly try. veiled <laughs> yeah. but it was very thinly but veiled I like the fact now that the inclusivity yeah. spreads now also to the creators mm-hmm. yeah oh, yeah absolutely. it is it has yeah uh but yeah um so now is anything going to change now that you're the owners? That's or, a good question. Um, yeah. And the way I've described it, I kind of use a metaphor. Um, it's because we have been running the store for about two years now. Uh, there's not going to be any major U-turns, but there is going to be, it's kind of like when you 
pile into an SUV to go on a vacation. You know, you got all the luggage, you got all the kids in there, and it's just packed full. Yeah. And you're driving, and you, you, if you if the weight shifts, you know, the car has to like swerve a little bit. Right. There's not going to be that. Um, you know, Richard is doing his book. You know, as uh, Prometheus and Change that mm-hmm. right now, it's doing great. He's got some other stuff, and he can focus fully on that. Yeah. And now we can fully focus on the store yeah. because nice. every now and then, when you're working together on stuff, you, th- you know, things can kind of get in the way of that. Um, Mm-hmm. And you know, and of course, you know him. And the bite was always planned from the beginning. You know, this yeah. was always yeah. like, this was a, this was a mentoring process for us to take over the shop. But now that that's over, you're gonna have a lot less swerves with that. You know, SUV yeah. and it's gonna be more like us, just you know, just us driving. Mm-hmm. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. I hope that's a good metaphor. I thought about it no, a lot. Definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to. Knoxville has the most. Having traveled a little bit this year, Knoxville has the most unique comic book market I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. There's so many stores here, so many unique stores. Everyone does something different, and they're all awesome guys <laughs> yeah knoxville's always been blessed with a lot of comic book stores and yeah. i i don't know if it's just the geography of the situation where we were so located to a lot of the other places that are close by but for some reason uh when i traveled to nashville i think three stores yep three really? stores if i go to if i if i go to atlanta yes yeah absolutely and like okay. i said it, it may just be a situation of geography but uh but and yeah we have a lot of here you know you bring mm-hmm. you know your guys guests and everything and they you tell them how many stores are here you watch their eyes like pop like what yeah yeah, yeah. like you know this is this is not normal and which in a good way it's awesome uh, yeah and i think it's interesting too for people that you know have their loyalty to their store yeah. and that's oh, yeah. great but the cool thing is the owners worked with each other. I've no many times where I've seen Bill suggest like, "Hey, go out here to Nirvana." Oh yeah, mm. especially stuff that you don't carry like manga, and yeah. you know, just like and if we don't have a back your... issue or we statues or figures, we know exactly where to send them. We yeah. send yeah. them over here to Comics Exchange. Yeah, uh, yeah. we've had a lot of people. Legos, we know exactly where to send them. If too. somebody's <laughs> trying to sell the first appearance of NFL Pro, Bill's like, "You know who needs this book? Nirvana." <laughs> <laughs> They're going to give you so much money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm convinced he's sent at least two people over there with telling me, you know, something. But, that's, yeah. That's pretty, I think that's pretty much our story, you know. Add a couple break-ins there, and we're good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's... had to be kind of scary, right? Like, yeah. Scary yeah, and also uh, just frustrating yeah, the you're first just like one, what did i do right. it's not you but it, that was weird uh the first one you know it's kind of like okay well you know it was bound to happen eventually yeah and so i i call all the comic book stores i know it was taken and you know bill's so they got nice. my nfl super pro bill <laughs> <laughs> so so here's what like so bill is so nice and he's like don't worry you know, I've, I've been broken into before and like you know you, you're good for like 10 years he said you're good for yeah. 10 years you got I, your 10 yeah years. i assumed yeah, yeah that... 10 years <laughs> two weeks later all right <laughs> uh no so is it darn like just a because I've never, I mean, I've had people steal stuff from me before, but never had like somebody break into my house and steal stuff. Is it a weird feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, is it uh, hard it's to horrifying. trust yeah. that it's not going to happen right away? So, like, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm laughing so much. There's a lot. There's a lot of funny stuff with that. Because yeah, it, it's awful. It's hard. Um, so I was I stopped sleeping after the second break in for a bit, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, checking the cameras. You know, we got a new security system, but you, you do it, does, it was super close, right? Like the first and second break yeah, in two weeks, mm-hmm. and they were unrelated. We two were out of just putting people. in the extra stuff that you're for the first break in. And yeah, because we right. learned the first one. You learn your lessons, right? You know, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. The second one, you're like, why does God hate me? Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, um, uh, the second one actually, you know, we had just started kind of like relaxing a little bit. We had the new security system. Oh, coming are you going to tell the story? Oh yeah. Oh no, gosh. we we fell asleep downstairs on the couch. You know, finally relaxing a little bit better and all of a sudden someone's knocking on the door well i say knocking banging on the door 
McKay. It's McKay at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. I hop up, I look out the window. It's McKay. And she's like, oh, let him in. <laughs> Apparently his wife had also scared him. She goes, you know, he's probably going to shoot you when you show up on his doorstep. <laughs> but, um, you know, and he let me know that because our phones had been silenced again, that, you know, th- that second break mm-hmm. had happened. We go down to the store and at that point I was kind of like, oh, what the heck? You know, what are we going to do? Destroyed a table out of rage. And that part, I, I did get a little... You dropped paranoid. some bows on a table? Yeah, I uh, I got a little paranoid at that point. Um, so, because we didn't know who it was. And we the way it was done, it was some Ocean's Eleven style. So we were scared it was someone that we knew. Right. So we start, you, you get a little, you know, we got a little, I got a little paranoid for a little bit. Um, like, there's this one day, this one guy comes in our store. And for some reason, I had thought of him when I thought of who could have done this. And he's a regular, and he's standing there, and I'm just staring you at him. You think he's casing the joint? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just staring at him. And again, this, and I'm, I'm not sleeping, what so kind I'm of crazy. You got back exactly there. right <laughs> but like he's just saying they're not doing anything and he's smiling kind of nodding at me and i'm staring at him and it's like the end of zodiac when the guy yeah. his face morphs to all the different suspects let's share social security numbers exactly <laughs> like, it was it was but no that it was actually unrelated uh, they were caught as well everyone's broken into Everybody, and they were out of state right mm-hmm. they were out of state as well from florida wow they were caught for stealing rare reptiles they would steal comics and reptiles i'm and not there making was this a up reptile show that weekend that yeah. is insane cannot make this up our yeah. lives are so weird uh yeah, but a no, roving band of reptile slash comic book. Yeah. You get an iguana and an NFL Super Pro number one. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, they were they were caught for trying yeah. to steal rare tortoises. Wow. Komodo dragon. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? You know. Um, but that that was uh yeah that was that was a uh, that was a while ago. But you know, luckily you know we that hasn't changed how we do business. You mm-hmm. know that hasn't changed anything. Because that was that was my biggest fear was I was afraid that people were gonna say, mm. oh that store was fun to go to until they changed after the break-ins and then well we luckily weren't uh, we didn't yeah. that didn't happen you know. Um, and we had a really good like people that came by, was coming by and check, check on, on us. us. Like, yeah. It was, that yeah. was really just. Really if you are looking for a silver lining, it is yeah. cool to see the oh, outpouring of support from your, your customers and your friends. Yeah. It was, um, but yeah, we're, you know, that was, that was a fun time. <laughs> that was a uh, learned a few lessons and, uh, you know, Hey, the story goes on, you know, we're doing good. Cool. This is a wonderful industry, yes. you know, um, there are some days I makes me want to bang my head against a wall, but I love it. You know, I love this. I love this crazy. And the great part industry. is you have other owners like Bill, because I know you guys sometimes conversate oh, yeah. with each other, like to help you out with advice and everything. Oh, absolutely. Get. And I'll be calling you for advice a lot more now, by the way. So. Oh, anytime. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> my phone's always <laughs> on. So. Yeah, it's a super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost like a generational thing. Like when I opened, there were stores here that I relied on <laughs> for either help, assistance, advice, yeah. whatnot. Um, so it is a way of kind of paying it back in a sense, yeah. but um, but yeah, when it comes to break-ins, it's 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 heartbreaking. Yeah. Like I said, especially if you view it as an extension of yourself, the store is an extension of your home. It's like anything. If you get something stolen from you, it just makes you feel like yeah. how do you get your trust back? And I tell yeah. you, and the worst is when you find out that it's someone that you know. Like I, I would much I just, prefer for yeah. it to be a stranger, yeah. Yeah. which I, I think in y'all's situation it was, it was right? Yeah. Strangers yeah. out of state. No one in this community right. did, which was yeah. the best. We won't name them, but you did have somebody that was kind of yes. close to you that stole and that twice and that oh, had to kill you, yeah right? oh, yeah like i said it's not so much what they take because all that stuff's replaceable but what's not replaceable is the trust and the friendship that you developed with that person yeah. Absolutely. you know because you can never trust them again not yeah. ever again you want redemption for people and, but um, it would just be too hard yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Totally so good. uh but that being said, um, you know, it's one of those things, it's almost like a rite of passage for a small business. You hate to say that. Oh, yeah, I get it, yeah. But it's one of those things, if you're in business, you if, you're, too when that if you're in business long <laughs> enough, and, 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 and God willing, you, you will be, that's what you, you hope, 
uh, it's the law of averages says, unfortunately, that it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. You just you try and just minimize it you as have much to as you can. Be willing to get dust yourself off and get up. Of course, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, 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 we'd we'd been open for I think maybe a year, and I you know maybe had a hundred dollars in the bank, two hundred dollars in the bank, and a guy breaks my window at midnight or one a.m. I get a phone call from the alarm company. And I go down there, and he's busted an entire plate glass. Like, you know, I, oh, I couldn't imagine the size. Maybe 12 foot by 6 foot or something. Mm-hmm. So I call the glass company at 1 in the morning, and they say the emergency repairman can be out there. But it's $200 for him just to walk to his van. Well, that's all the money I've got in the bank. Yeah. So I, 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 I talked to the, the repair guy, and he says, listen, buddy, if you can wait till 8 in the morning and call during regular business hours, I don't have to charge you the emergency after-hour fee of $200. So I slept in that store with a broken window in the middle of winter, oh. freezing. Oh dear God! Because I I can't leave the store right because I've got a a, a a big hole in my window. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to pay the guy till eight a.m. So I was, I just waited there for like eight hours and then called him at eight a.m. But it's one of those things as a store owner that the small sacrifices that we make, yeah. whether it's spending you know extra hours in the store or losing sleep over an alarm yeah. call at 2 a.m. Yeah. But it's yeah. also interesting because like the business that you mm-hmm. guys are in, it's not like a Best Buy, it's community mm-hmm. So like if your store closes, that hurts the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And in a sense, I'm kind of lucky. Like one of the reasons I've never put up a, a giant screen television in the store is because I don't want somebody to be incentivized to break into my store for the television, right? Oh, huh. yeah, yeah. So yeah. With, the, with the comic books, it's a sense. It's a situation where, unless they're a comic book person, I thought you were just cheap to get cable for this place. that's part of it. But as a comic book person, like if someone breaks into a comic book store, so if I break into a Best Buy or if I break into an Apple store, like I know what to take, right? Yeah, I take yeah. an iPhone, I take an iPad, or whatever yep. the situation yeah, is, yeah, or yeah. a television. But if you break into a comic book store, unless you're a comic book collector, yep. mm-hmm. wh- which one's the valuable one? That's is actually. It, is it this one? Is it the, you know which one? And so they. It, Unless they really know, they don't know. Yep. So for luckily, that's actually how we caught the people the first time. Correct. The CUC slabs and comic book stores. We were able to talk to everybody, and the cops were like, "Wait, how'd you guys catch these people? Like that shouldn't have happened." I'm assuming the first thing you did was call every, every store within store 200 the, miles. Yes. Probably. You did like Tommy Lee Jones in the we Fugitive. We literally did yeah. that. Every outhouse, <laughs> yeah. barn house. Yeah. And McKay also kind of helped Scooby Doo him. He's like, you know, this one guy came in here a week ago. Was pretty suspicious, and we got his number and everything that helped. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. how they set up a sting and caught them. Because yeah. Oh, they community. set up a sting? They set up a sting. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's we were able to get most of day our one. stuff back. Yeah, day one. I can't wait for the Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah now, hey, now we get a Netflix show, you know? It's yeah, a yeah, true yeah. crime story. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm... no, it was, uh, yeah, that, that's how we caught the first people. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Are you able to get anything back? Oh, yeah, we got most of it. Almost, we got all every single book back except one. The only issue is they got stolen two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the yeah. people that came. No, oh, so, like some Final Destination. Yeah, so we got the books back, and then we got the the second break in, which took the that's yeah. so yeah that whole thing. Okay. Yeah, like I said, they're they're in jail now. It's fine. Good. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. That's everyone's in jail. Right. Yep. Everyone that's broken into our store has been in jail. I started telling people, oh yeah, let this all dead be a now. warning. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, I started I started doing a joke where people were like, oh yeah, this will happen. Like, oh, that's okay, they're dead now. And I just <laughs> kind of like stopped talking. They're like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they just don't understand. Like, yeah. all the comic book stores are going to talk to each other. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure McKay's was called. Oh yeah. yeah we definitely called. Nice, we see. Yeah, we sent them a list. Like yeah, they were very. We helpful. literally called uh, every store. Some store owners came by and visited us. Um, and like we, yeah, you know, we like, that community showed up. 
up every time. Yeah. So yep. we were great. You know, we were, it, it, it was it was great. No. Yeah, you stole from one store, you stole from the mall. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. time we're talking out with baseball bats. Yeah. You know, like but not. Problem solver. We got a podcast now. We could definitely get an angry mob together, Bill. Yeah. We can rile them up, dude. We have power. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far, but we yeah. We have power. <laughs> okay, we have, we have power, Rod. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what we'll do now is we're going to go into books of the week. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this was, is a big, big week. It seems like now every week is a big week. Yeah, this week is it's a lot. You know, it's like a lot of big books. Not not, not a lot of number ones, but a lot of number twos. Number three, right. you know, Hulk and Daredevil and stuff. You know, yeah. So it's it's a big week. Yeah. So Bill, do you want to start? I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make a quick recommendation. I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna go with uh, Superman uh, number 850. Okay. So I guess it's Superman number seven it's technically. Seven, yeah. But if you go by the legacy numbering, it's the 850th issue of Superman. Okay. Ooh. And so if, it's got a... So if you break that down, like 12 issues per year, you know, that's an insane run of Superman. Yeah. It's been around going for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, so this issue, um, it's double-sized. It introduces a new villain. Um, I guess the it's... The female Brainiac? The female Brainiac, Which yes. we decided her name is Branifer. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write off. I didn't sign off on that one. Okay. Uh, we can come up with something better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. So if you've been reading it, I think it's the second issue of the Chain storyline. Um, it involves uh, Luthor and Superman, and um, kind of working together in a way. Like Luthor is kind of um, it's kind of like Hannibal <laughs> Lecter. Yeah, yeah. Like Hannibal Lecter, Clarice. Yes. Oh, that's yes. Kind of has great. that vibe. That's great. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I normally don't get to read a lot of DC. I was more of a Marvel kid growing up, but I like reading the big milestone books like the the 900s and 850s and 1000s. Um, and this one, uh, if you're a Superman fan, it's it's gonna. I think it's really gonna be a, a huge a change and um, going forward for what Superman represents. And and it's not superly overpriced either. No, no, no. It, it's reasonably oh priced. God. So, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm gonna I'm I'm go with the Superman DC 850. It with Superman, yeah, right? that's what I was gonna say. Like Superman's been like up and coming. It didn't used to be back. No, I think that they've they've put a good spotlight on Superman yeah. here in the last couple of years. And it's gonna be important to what happens in 2024 because they announced Jason Aaron has taken over for Action Comics for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. God, I can't yes. wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Then they're gonna be doing a crossover between Action and Superman. That's gonna focus on I think a Brainiac War or something like that. Okay. Right. So All right. a lot of stuff comes out of this. Um, I will go next. Ten bucks says a new Legion of Superheroes comes out of that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe that's when they'll that. finally bring back Justice League. Oh uh, yeah. All right. That. We've been waiting. Mine is beneath the trees where nobody uh, sees. It's a serial killer story mm-hmm. with um, adorable brown bears. Uh, I think <laughs> the lead is Samantha Strong. Uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, I like. Uh, they say it's uh, it's Dexter meets uh, Richard Scarry's Busy Town. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, I got to read it earlier today. It's it's fantastic. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, Jazz. Um, my pick's gonna be um, Cyborg number four. Um, I'm 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 a big DC fan, but I'm more yeah. of a teen. I like my Teen Titans. Yeah. And so yeah. Cyborg definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, what's really cool about Cyborg now? The person that's writing it was actually part of goes back to um i don't know if you guys are familiar with milestone comics yeah from the early now mm-hmm. yeah he yeah. they he was part of the milestone initiative they did what they're trying to do upcoming on like minority creators so it was nice he's a new up-and-comer creator oh, cool. for cyborg okay. so it, it, cyborg's battling ai which i thought was an interesting um, oh yeah <laughs> concept so we know who side grants on yes yeah. <laughs> yes down with ai yeah <laughs> Exactly. The the DC the new DC initiative this year has been so good. Yes, yeah. DC's been cooking with gas, you know. Yeah, um, yeah like I so said, they swept the Eisner Awards. Yeah, yeah. 
Grant. Uh, mine is definitely, it has to be, beyond shadow of a doubt, mm-hmm. Justice League versus Godzilla versus there it King is. Kong. I mean, <gasps> I love Godzilla movies like, oh my gosh. He's um, not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's probably going to be excited for uh, the new one that's oh, coming yeah, out next Oh, yeah, minus one. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah. The trailer looked um, great. I love, I love like Japanese films, Toho films. Uh, Shin Godzilla is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. That's and and then I love one. the other ones he did yep. with um, Kamen Rider and Ultraman stuff. But I, I, mm-hmm. So yeah, when I saw that like team up, I was like, say no more, right. sold. You know, like yeah. Brian Buxalato. Okay, um, which I was thinking about. He he actually released a um, image book last week, which I really liked, called mm-hmm. Midlife. Yes, um, yes, yeah. Uh, about a, a guy really that's one. just turning fifty. Midlife at fifty. When he realizes he has a superpower. Yep. Uh, as a Gen Z or we're kind of Gen X. I'm sorry. Uh, as a Gen Xer, <laughs> we're kind of the forgotten generation. So we don't get a lot of books that are geared towards our generation growing up. And this guy is 50, he's totally Gen X. He decides the song, Don't You Forget About Me, should be our anthem. Uh, So I'll start with recommendations. Uh, My recommendation is dogs. They're having a moment right now in comic books. Um, Okay. You have Stray Dogs. Scrapper. uh, Which Mm. is uh, Don Bluth meets uh, Seven. Yeah, that's a good uh, we have Scrapper by uh, Cliff Blowinski, uh, that uh, from Gears of War, mm-hmm. um, which oh, is excellent. Yeah. The Thing has a dog now. The Thing has a dog <laughs> in Fantastic Four, which is great. <laughs> okay. And then there's a book called Marvel Unleashed. That's right. With the, which uh, is Pizza with... Dog. Uh, there's a new dog character called D Dog who has found in the garbage D Man's mask. Wearing <laughs> 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 it. Um, I'm hoping for Miss Lion to show up soon from Spider-Man. Um, a lot of dog books right now. A lot of dogs. It sounds like right up your alley. You know how much I love dogs. You, you need to check out It's Jeff, where it's the shark. Yes, Jeff I love the shark. Uh, and they're actually doing a yeah. Jeff first one shot. I yep. some coming out soon. And they're really doing Infinity about. Paws next year. <gasps> I saw that, yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about this. I think Scott Snyder has a cat book coming out in December, but oh, that looks depressing. Boy. Oh, God. but yeah. But if you like dogs, yeah, I saw perfect that. Time, he does, yeah, perfect time for dogs. Yeah, and crypto's probably out there somewhere doing something. Surely, <laughs> yeah, surely. Uh, Bill, um, and I can't remember if I've recommended this before or not, but it comes out this Friday. It's the new uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio movie called Killers of the Flower Moon. Ooh, yes. Oh, um, it's okay. based on a book about the uh, the Osage tribe, based on a true story. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Where at one okay, point they were they were some of the richest Americans. Uh, the American government had moved them to a plot of land that they thought was worthless because they wanted their land. Mm-hmm. It turned out they gave them land that was rich with oil. Short, long story short, uh, DiCaprio comes back from the war from World War One. Uh, decides he gets together with his uncle and decides he wants to marry one of these rich uh, Osage women. Yep. And um, shenanigans follow. Don't spoil. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it. But uh, if you uh, if you get a chance, the book came out I think six or seven years ago. The movie's coming out this Friday. Uh, yeah. I recommend either of them. Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, you'll definitely get your money's worth too because I think three and a half hours. Yeah, which is uh, for a Scorsese movie is about par for the course. Yep, that's, <laughs> yes. that's yeah. yeah. No yes, kidding. it is. Yeah. He's already like yelled at people that are yelling at him for it being three and a half hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, I, he's kind of cool because he's like your grandfather. He's complaining, like you know, shaking his fist and yeah. Old and man I, yells at. Yeah. yeah. And I'll forgive yeah. him his opinion about comic book movies. You know, yeah, he's we can, to it. He's we wrong. Can, we can, to we can agree to disagree, <laughs> but yeah. uh, he makes wonderful films. There's room for both, but there, I, I wish the studios would understand that. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. Because it's the 
studios that are killing it, like putting all the art house stuff more on just streaming. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm excited for it too. Yeah. Birthday weekend. Maybe, maybe see that. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring the penalties. <laughs> you will not. Yes, I will. I will. I will call security. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Uh, Grant. Uh, just recommend anything. Recommend yeah. anything. Uh, I'm recommending um, if you haven't seen Ahsoka yet, that is my favorite Star Wars thing in that forever. Was beautiful. Right. Um, absolutely beautiful. You know, when we had a breaking incident not too long ago, we still went and watched it that night. That's how serious we were about watching it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, uh, it's fantastic. If you're a Star Wars fan, if you like the old stuff, if you like the new mm-hmm. stuff, this is for you no matter what. Uh, but it is pure Star Wars. Nice. Yeah, uh, Mike's uh, wife, Jamie, has been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. She does the other podcast with me. And it was her recommendation, and she said the show is so powerful to her, especially as a woman, mm-hmm. that sh- the episodes have made her cry. Oh, yeah. No, we oh, were wow. crying watching it. It was beautiful. It's yeah. great. Do you think it's watchable if you've not seen, like, Clone Wars or Rebels? I didn't is. watch a lot of Clone Wars, and I okay. was able to... As long as you kind of have a general of the characters, like, if you know who they are, I yeah. think it'll definitely help. But. And the show does a good job of educating you as mm-hmm. well as good. you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do. It's it's enhanced by watching it, and you don't have to watch all of it. Okay, yeah. but just you know, there's some vi- viewing guides and stuff like that if you want to add to it. Or heck, that um, last season of Clone that Wars. That last season Clone Wars, mm-hmm. any of Rebels, really, just mm-hmm. to kind of get a feel, you know. But like, it's yeah, it's it's pretty easy to catch up on, you know. Yeah, I think that's what Mike and Jamie are doing. They watched Ahsoka, but they're going back now and doing. Oh yeah, I would yeah. Rebels. recommend doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for and me, like that that was meant a lot because I took my brother to see the animated movie when it was in theaters first. When okay. They first introduced Ahsoka. Right. And like me, like a lot of people, I'm like what the heck is this? Yeah. You know. And then it became such a big part of my, you know, our lives. Like I, yep. it's just really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, uh, Jasmine. Well, I'm going to switch it back since we are in a comic book store. Um, I'm going to talk about Harry Tubman Demon Slayer. Oh. Shoot. I, shout out to David Crownson, um, who's excellent guy who we've known for the last few years and really was just a cool person to meet and just like kind of seeing his progression mm-hmm. in the industry because he actually was self-published his story. And um, what's really cool, yeah, yes, it's kind of a nice fun take of Vampire Hunter, Lincoln... Abraham Lincoln. He actually has like a histor a Harriet Tubman historian that helped him build this story. So like, wow. yeah, you got the court, the Demon Slayer part of it, but right. it, it adds a little bit more when the historical references are there. And yeah. um, so. it's a fun first issue. Yes, it's like getting your vitamins with your uh, candy. You know, you yeah. kind of mix together. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Or our joke is at the shop. I'm like, if I can't get her on the twenty, at least I got her as a freaking Demon Slayer <laughs> yeah. shoes. Also, come on, get her on the twenty. I want. <laughs> I want, want those <clears throat> I want my tub bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tub bucks. Like, yes. <laughs> tub bucks is that's what I want to Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah it's kind of, we've known him for years, you know, we'd talk to him and we'd buy his book. He was, he was self-publishing it and we finally got to meet him in person at yep. San Diego Comic-Con. And he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm meeting you all in 3D." D, yep. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Does he write writes and draws it? He writes. It's, it. Yeah, writes he it? he okay. doesn't draw it. I'm actually kind of curious though cuz when he self-published it cuz art is very important in a comic like sure. and when you're kind of an independent, you do have different artists for each issue. Mm. So I'm wondering if they're actually going to change the interior a little bit. I'm wondering make it consistent because he had different ones it's keeping on schedule because uh, i think see. issue two comes out next week okay mm-hmm. yeah or the week after yeah i'm excited yeah. he actually helped change my opinion too of uh, massive publishing because yeah. mm-hmm. i didn't care for massive publishing at first right um but they're t- the, he told me like they're taking care of the creators they're treating That's them good. right and they're doing a lot of great stuff um so it kind of yeah I'm, yeah I'm really happy to see how well they're taking care of him shout yeah. out to massive yeah, Comics. yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, something we'll probably talk on next because we had mm-hmm. so much news tonight but 
There are a lot more creator-owned uh, companies coming out. Oh, yes. yeah. coming down the pike. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now here's something. Mike said I couldn't close this episode. He was even kind of like taunting you, like when we started the episode. He was like, I don't even know who's going to close tonight's episode. He's like, Shipley, it got a little intense, you have y'all. no strength on that. You can't close it. But you know what? What are you going to do? I'm going to let you close it because I'm scared. <laughs> that's, that's what I had a feeling. I was ready for this. <laughs> yeah. But no, so first off, I just want to thank our guests for coming, for Grant and Jasmine. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you. we've been looking forward to this. We'll definitely for... hopefully do it again uh, next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I just want to say, um, you know, the Knoxville Combo community, uh, not just Grant and Jasmine, but but everybody associated with it. Uh, it's a tight-knit community. Uh, it mm-hmm. makes one of the things, as far as opening up a business, I, you know, out of all the businesses, I I'm glad that I'm in the comic book business because when I hear other friends of mine who own other businesses, they're very cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very kind of um, the dog eat dog. Yep. And for some reason, uh, other than maybe one or two exceptions, for twenty something years, the comic book industry in Locks has been very tight knit, and we work together, and we do a good job of, uh, you know, just generally kind of helping each other and, and promoting literacy. Um, you know, there's a lot of stores we donate books to uh, to libraries, to uh, children's hospitals. Uh, so it makes me feel good that, you know, that you feel like you're doing more than just making a living, if that makes sense. Yeah, more than just making yeah. money. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to thank them again. And uh, anything we uh, we can do to help, we look forward to working uh, with you guys in the future. Absolutely. You guys have anything to plug? Yeah. I should have thought of that beforehand. I yeah. know, man. Uh, Some I, business I, I owners. I, I know, right? Oh, uh, I guess I, I would like to. I guess I'd like to give a shout to our wonderful staff. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. McKay, Alinda, Lenny, Brad, Ryan. Don't forget Thank Josh. You. Uh, Josh. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Josh. Everyone that comes in, Carlos. Everyone that comes in yes. and like lends a hand. You know, uh, it helps us out so it, much. Yes, and, uh, and yeah. all our customers who we see every week. Y'all are like family. You guys have been there for us, um, and we love you all. Yes. And Bill, you probably want to thank, uh, we'd want to thank uh, Lane and Blaine for the stepping up this last week for so, your vacation. Yes. Um, uh, it's one of those situations, like I said earlier, it's hard to to trust someone enough to kind of give them your baby for a week mm-hmm. and say, babysit this. Yep. But uh, but yeah, I've been, uh, I've been lucky enough that over the years I've had, and not just Lane and Blaine, but all the employees I've had over the years, uh, I've been very but lucky. At this point, you only hire people whose names rhyme. So yes, so we're looking we're looking for somebody maybe a Shane, a stain, a train. You know, if a train needs a job, yeah. But um, but no, no, it, it's one of those things. No, none of us do it. Officially, alone. change your name to propane, and you got a job. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. None of us do it alone, and the more people you have, uh, the more the the better it is, uh, as far as just kind of ha- fostering a sense of community and a sense of family. Yep. Um, and I'm I'm very grateful. Yeah. Yep. Wrap it up, Bill. So, okay, you're being serious? <laughs> you got to wrap it All up. All right. It's on you, so, buddy. It's, it's your shot. It's not on me. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> what it's number, after 10. What number of podcasts is this? This was 3030, right? I think so. Is this number 30? Yeah. Ah, oh, so a nice round number. So, yeah. The, yeah, sure. yeah this fun. is like a milestone issue of a, our podcast. Yeah. Wow. So, thank, thank you for not doing so, like renumbering it so we have to deal with the legacy number. No, the, we're, we're only oh legacy numbers here. Yeah. <laughs> So, we don't want to be like them with their two six five. Oh my god, it's too much to remember. Yeah, it's too, it's much, too yeah. much. Like, how do you? I don't know. I'd have, yeah. I'd have to have all the notes in my cell phone. See, it's not easy ending a podcast, is it? I'm gonna wrap it up. You hush. <laughs> so, no, thanks no, we again. Can step outside yeah. <laughs> no, no. Table. Uh, thanks again to our guest. Uh, thanks for the uh, rancid Ron Shipley joining us. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and we missed Mike. 
Um, Mike, come over here and say bye. Yeah, yeah, Mike. yeah, come here, come here. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't have Mike on much this episode. Murderous Mike. But we're gonna we're gonna Mike, make Mike D. The D stands for demon. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, Demon Slayer. <gasps> um, all right, this show's over. Everybody, shut up already. All right. <laughs> that's official. And that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs> oh, I'm done.